0: Oh, I feel embarrassed all the time. It depends, because sometimes I just feel embarrassed about things I did years ago, in which case probably at least three times today.
1: Hello, listener. My name is V, the voice of Pod, and I am the host of Podcaster. Podcaster is a show where I ask podcast creators a number of random questions. Then they give spontaneous, open and honest answers about life and the podcast they have created. Hello, podcaster.
0: Hello, how are you? Please introduce yourself and your podcast to our listeners. Uh, My name's Alice Fraser, and uh, I have a number of podcasts, uh, including The Gargle, uh, which is a, a, a weekly satirical news podcast that doesn't have any politics in it.
1: Thank you for joining us Alice. How are you today?
0: I'm pretty well. Uh, I'm in Sydney. I'm in lockdown. It's, it's, it's a time I think. The weather is nice at least and I live in a nice suburb. Not a nice place but a nice suburb so I can go for nice walks and look at the ocean and things like that which I feel is uh, a privilege. So I think that's what everyone's wrestling with at the moment is like my life isn't terrible but also it's quite stressful to live in a world that's Having the spasms our world is currently having. Are you ready? Yep.
1: Great. Let's begin.
0: Where did the idea behind your podcast come from? So I've been doing uh, satirical news stuff for the last while. It's sort of that thing that happens if you're um, if you're quote unquote smart comedy, you, you end up getting pushed into news satire which I think is interesting because I've I've never been that wildly interested in the news. I've been interested in like why this news? Why is this the story that we're being told? Why is this the thing that we're being told is important? Um, but but the news I, I can find quite, you know, these cycles of the news can be very repetitive or very predictable or very grinding or very depressing. Um, and so you do these things, right? You You write these jokes and you try and sum up the world for your listener and you try and uh contain it contain the chaos of the universe in a neat joke um and then you do it you you do it for weeks and particularly with these 24-hour news cycles it's often the same stories on a loop or variations on the same story because they try to do pre-news and then the news and then the post-news commentary so you know whatever it is the subject comes around again brexit trump brexit trump brexit trump and you finally write the joke that you think is the joke trump Uh, I wouldn't take an I.O.U. from Trump if he wrote it on the money he owed me or Brexit uh, never has so much hot air lifted so few balloons. And then you write that and you realize it it doesn't make a difference. So it doesn't doesn't change the world at all. So for me, the gargle was like a glossy magazine to a newspaper. It's just interesting, fun stories, the arts, the technology news, the science news, just so that I didn't have to do political jokes. Um, on that podcast I still do obviously plenty of political jokes on the bugle or when I'm writing for the news quiz or various other projects but the gargle is my safe space for satire that isn't political what do
1: you hope people take away from listening to your podcast
0: uh, ideally they laugh um, and then also when I was saying it wasn't political of course all satire is political I hope they maybe think twice about what story is being presented to them, and how. When did you last feel embarrassed? Oh, I feel embarrassed all the time. It depends, because sometimes I just feel embarrassed about things I did years ago, in which case probably at least three times today.
1: Who inspires you?
0: Oh, that's really interesting. Um, Lots of different people. Stephen Fry, I would say, uh, inspires me because he's allowed to do serious things and silly things and nobody says that's off-brand. And I don't see, you know, I, I would like to be that kind of performer. <laughs> Obviously, he is far more famous than I will ever be. Um, but, yeah, just that that ability to be multifaceted in a public way, I think, is very inspirational.
1: If you can make another podcast, what subject would it be about?
0: Well, I, I have about a bajillion other podcasts. I, I do my weekly podcast, Tea with Alice, where I talk about difficult ideas with interesting people. I had a day, well, it used to be daily, now monthly podcast called The Last Post, where I did 366 episodes in a year, set in an alternate universe. I have um, documentaries on Audible. Uh, so I think if I could make another podcast, I probably already have. <laughs> made another podcast is it better to go with your
1: head or your heart
0: Uh, I think that's a false binary Um, I think probably I I, I tend towards head but then your heart is always sabotaging you one way or another
1: what superpower would you like
0: I would like probably like shape-shifting think that would be fun
1: how fussy are you with food
0: not very fussy with food i I, i'll eat most things um i do i do like to try new things so maybe that's the opposite of being fussy i prefer to try new things than to stick with old standards
1: do you prefer giving or receiving presents
0: Giving, absolutely giving, because you have this kind of, there's a whole process to giving. You have to think of the person and you think of the gift and what, you know, you can imagine how useful it'll be to them or how happy it'll make them. And yeah, I I much prefer giving to receiving presents because with receiving presents, there's never, there's sort of a a burden of of performativeness that's placed on you when you receive it to be properly grateful or something.
1: What person from history would you love to have as a guest on your show?
0: Oh, wow. All of them. All of the interesting people in history uh, I would love to have on my show. In terms of comedy people, uh, I would love to have any of of the Marx Brothers on. Probably Harpo. I think Harpo would be great on a podcast.
1: What song makes you happy?
0: Uh, So my mum used to play Mozart operas in the car and the intro, when I was like a very, very, very small child, that was sort of the soundtrack of my toddlerhood. My mum was a musician. And so I would say the, this is going to sound super wanky, but like the introductory chords to the marriage of Figaro opera just make me feel like a kid again. Do
1: you hold grudges?
0: I'm really bad at holding grudges. I'm, I i can't, I, I keep forgetting to hold grudges. So I remember when I was, I have a twin brother and he'd offend me in some way when we were small kids. And then when I saw him, I'd always be like, ah, Henry. And then like 10 minutes later, I'd remember that I was supposed to be angry about something. Um, I, I don't, I don't hold grudges. I do in terms of like resentment or character flaws or whatever, I do cut people off Um. So I feel like I have a long tether and then no flexibility once the end of that tether is reached. So I'll give you a certain amount of rope to hang yourself with and then you're well and truly hung. It's very hard um, once, once that tether has reached, has reached its end to come back from there with me.
1: You see someone you know on the way to work. Do you say hello or pretend you haven't seen them?
0: well I work in my bedroom nowadays so uh I I would probably at this point say hello I'd be happy to say hello Uh, otherwise it would just depend on my mood
1: what are you missing in your life
0: uh that's a very profound question and I I think it's probably I, I don't know what I'm missing in my life I'm certainly missing something or maybe that's just Humanity's inability to be satisfied with anything.
1: If you could play any character in a movie, who would it be?
0: Ah, uh, I mean, I would love to play Hypatia. Um, or does it have to be a movie that exists? Or was there was mo- there was a movie about Hypatia, which I think Rachel Vice played her. She was this incredible um, teacher, historical woman, philosopher, and and scientist um, who. Was uh, just an incredible uh, historical figure. I like her very much and I would like to play her.
1: Cat or dog?
0: I have neither. Um, I feel like to a certain extent cats are more honest and we've sort of bred dogs to be sycophants, but they are undeniably more enjoyable. Um, can I say something like platypus instead? What's
1: the difference between you and other people? Uh,
0: <laughs> I think I I think a lot. Um, I live. I feel like I'm I'm a brain in a bubble sometimes, and that I I don't know if everyone else feels like that, but I can feel a little bit like do you know Krang from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Who's just a brain in a robot? Sometimes I float around feeling like that a little, and that makes me feel different from other people. I certainly have been told all my life that I was weird, but I feel like maybe I'm normal and everyone else is weird.
1: What is the best part of making your podcast?
0: The best part of making my podcast is having kind of ongoing arcs and running jokes where it's sort of setting myself a challenge to see if I can make the same thing funny in a different way.
1: As a host of a comedy podcast, what do you think is the secret of comedy? Timing. That's all the questions completed. How did you find the experience?
0: Confusing, confronting, deeply fulfilling.
1: Thank you again, Alice, for being a guest on Podcaster. It was nice to meet you.
0: Nice to meet you too.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcaster. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate and review. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at podcasterpod. This podcast was brought to you by the Chancer Collective. Take care, and until next time,
0: goodbye.